Well, welcome to Pursuing the Rock Podcast, a podcast of Rootville Road Baptist Church. Here we talk all things life, scripture, and ministry. I'm Andrew, the student pastor. I'm Garrett, the college pastor. And I'm Jason, the churchman. Guys, I did that with no script. Man, I was off the fly. I had no idea where I was going. But you don't Lord, do it every week without a script? He took me. Yeah, I mean, I think it's over Sometimes. now. Look, well, I, it has, I don't know. I did it in Honduras without a script. Mm-hmm. I did. It has been a minute since we've recorded, so that's still pretty impressive. It is. Like, the kind of minute that is... A hundred years here and a thousand years or whatever it is in the Lord's court, that type of minute. It's been a long minute. Oh, yeah. I've really started kind of getting depressed about it. Um, I really thrive on these conversations. I don't really thrive in many things, but the one place I feel at home is here. Or is it at home? No, it's at home, but I like being with you guys, too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. What a life. Man, it's been a crazy month. Um, man, we've all been different directions together at times, but just not here. Mm. And so, yeah, let's maybe just catch up and, and let everyone know where we've been while we have not been producing the content they've been longing for. That they deserve. Really. They deserve. Yeah. They you, do deserve, you deserve it. You're I mean, the, who else are you going to go to? Um, like some cut second rate junior varsity level podcast? Yeah. Don't do that to yourselves. Stay with the varsity guys. You deserve this like we deserve wrath. Oh, wow. That's true. That's so deep. Yeah, I haven't seen... This is probably the... Let's see. Well, I was with Andrew at the beach for a little while. Um, but I hadn't seen you very much because we went to Honduras. You didn't because you had... I don't really care about reaching the world. Wow. <laughs> uh, X18 is not something for him. Um, oh, then uh, we got back from Honduras. We recorded in Honduras, which y'all y'all have, y'all have got yep, that episode. Got yeah, grossing um, millions of views already. Yeah, exactly. Over probably fifty countries now. Mm. Um, Dude, should we do a real time update? Uh, I mean, oh uh, yeah, let's, let's check it out. I hope it doesn't go negative. <laughs> <laughs> we were in eleven. Now we're in three. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then we had basketball camp and VBS, mm-hmm. and I. No, you were tired. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I had to cherry pick coming in and helping um, due to work, but um, I love I love seeing the kids and um, hanging out with them. And then we went to uh, wh- what do we call the retreat? Student camp. Student camp. Uh, retreat. No, uh, no. Hold next on. camp. Next camp. Yeah, next camp. Uh, I know. I'm well, terrible. Had to leave there early too. Um, I'm starting to see a real pattern with me. Real half. <laughs> Real half devotion kind Seems of guy. Seems like a half commitment kind of guy. Yeah, real uh, hey, everything we need, Jason. Yeah, get bored and leave kind of guy. One um, leg in, one leg out kind of guy. But I, I got to, I got to, uh, I got to spend some quality time with everybody. Um, got to spend quality time with our pastor on the way home, so that was good. And see that uh, you, you know, for y'all that <clears throat> don't get to spend a whole lot of time with him, that man is on the phone. All, all the, the time. time and it's not dead time it's not just scrolling man this guy's getting phone calls mm-hmm. he got a phone call um from somebody that was uh in in the hospital mm-hmm. and just wanted to let him know hey look i'm here if you don't see me sunday that's where i'm at I me mean, he's and he's so passionate anyway but uh yeah it's been a crazy month mm-hmm. so we're back golly june june i said this about the month of june it's got all like some of my favorite things of the year in june but they're all so on top of one another that it is a miserable month. Because like you said, Honduras, I came back from Honduras, straight into basketball camp and VBS, and then 
immediately after it was over, left to go on vacation with Brittany's family for a couple days. But, like, I don't know about you guys, but sometimes to me, like, quick vacations are almost, like, more exhausting than they are relaxing. And so I left Saturday, came back Tuesday night late, um, had two days in the office, and then we were off to student camp. And so... We were there until Friday, got back, and then June was over. And so I, I calculated it up, and I think I spent, I'm pretty sure it was like 16, 14 of days I spent in, like sleeping in a bed other than my own in the month of June is how crazy the month of June is. But it's a great week, man. It's I mean, a great July. month. It's already July. It, and we're halfway through July. Well, eh, not really. Six days. <laughs> yeah, sorry. It'll be here before you know it. A little ahead of myself. I, have you guys started Christmas shopping? <laughs> no. <laughs> No, I haven't. That's, that's also another Stephen thing. Oh, It'll yeah. be like February. And be like, you better buy your Christmas presents. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bad idea, but where do I put? I've got too many eyes. I yeah. can't hide them. That's my problem. You got a lot of eyes. A lot of eyes. You're not sneaking nothing past those girls. Um, yeah. To to your point, when 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 y'all start having children, and man, it gets to be uh, fun. Mm-hmm. at the beach but it's exhausting I bet you come home and you're like well we're that's why we try to clean the house before we leave alright I'm gonna give Mal all the credit there she does a really good job of that cause she hates coming home and having to do stuff same same <laughs> but uh anyway yeah man yeah so you came back from uh the beach camp and then literally was here a few hours and then went back down to not the even beach a few hours like I'll be, I'll be, I'm gonna be vulnerable and honest with you guys. <laughs> I will never do that again. I wouldn't either. It was, it was, it was quite literally top ten dumbest decisions I've ever made. When I was two hours in, it was eleven o'clock, and I was thinking, I, I may not, get a hotel. I might not make it. I tried to talk you out of it, man. That's a dark ride when you get literally, past. As I'm walking out of the church, gear says, "Dude, you just need to drive down tonight." And I'm like, "No." And I'm like, "You know what? I'm gonna do it." Coming from and the then night I had out. to go take Kevin to the gas station. Then I had to run home. And then I was like, "Okay, now it's nine o'clock and I can leave." And I'm like, four hours. This isn't gonna go well." Uh, I will say it took you quite a long time to get there. <clears throat> we had about seven stops yesterday on the way home. If y'all care, mm. two kids under three. They Ooh. need to stop everywhere. We'd stop somewhere, bathroom would be closed. Sorry, not open to the public, which I think is like a lie. Shout out, you follow gas stations. <laughs> so, what are they open to? Not Customers. Would no, they, no, 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 no. Just not open, period. Only, only employees? Yes. Really? And the Dollar General one was broken. They always are. that either. They always are. I just think y'all don't want to clean it. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> Hashtag Dollar General. Feel free to email us. All right, so you know the joke. So this just brought up a, a thought in my mind. So you know, like the joke is, you go to McDonald's at night, the ice cream machine's always broken. Mm-hmm. And so we went to a McDonald's. It's probably been, I don't know, probably two or three weeks ago now. So we pull up in the McDonald's drive-through. It's my whole family. It's me, Brittany, and then my whole like my whole family. We had all been somewhere together. We pull up and we said, "Hey, uh, we, we all wanted McFlurries." Not McFlurries, uh, the the fudge sundaes. I bet it was down. And so we all wanted fudge sundaes, and we ordered them. Get up to the counter, and she said, "Oh, sorry, um, our fudge sundae machine's down. Uh, we can make you, we can make you a, uh, oh no. So the counter at the, I'm sorry, I'm 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 remembering all this. So at the ordering thing, said we can't do fudge sundaes. We can do McFlurries though. So perfect. All right, we'll just take McFlurries instead." Get up to the window and says, sorry, we can't do McFlurries either. We can do milkshakes, though. And we're like, I don't understand like how this ice cream situation is working at McDonald's. How can you not do 
Sundays, the most you can't simple. do McFlurries, but you can do milkshakes. And so it was just all mess. And so the McDonald's ice cream thing is still just a really big mystery to me. We need to email our senators. I know. And so we asked her. My dad said, he said, I got a question. He said, <laughs> he said bring it, Jamie. He said, "Why? Well, I'm a little confused on why you can't do this and this. And she said, it's different machines, and those machines are in a cleaning uh, cycle right now. Mm. And so they're shut down like to clean for 30 minutes. And so it's not that they don't want to clean it again. It's in some kind of cleaning cycle where they can't get it out of to make something. Uh, do you know how many cleaning cycles I've hit in my life then? I've thousands. Yeah. I don't that's think that's true ca- for all of them. I but think that's a conspiracy. Because originally it used to be hand cleaned, and they just yeah. didn't want to clean it. Yeah. It was close to close. I had always heard it was close to closing, close to closing, and we had just cleaned it, and don't want to clean it again before closing for one Sunday. Yeah, and or, one, or one ice cream. They're not going to tell you that. No, Man, that's bad PR. I always got. Well, we need. Yeah, let's go. I mean, it's okay. It's a billion dollar industry, so it'll be. All I right. pulled up one time with a to, and ordered some hamburgers, and they said, "Sorry, sir, our bun machine's down." I said, "Your bun machine?" I said, "Your McDonald's? All you sell is hamburgers." I'm like, "How's your bun machine down?" Went to Burger King. And what does the bun machine do? Get ready for this Burger King, Panama City. Needed some breakfast on the way out. Hey, can we get... It was basically a sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit and two other sausage biscuits. Sorry, man. We don't have any biscuits this morning. Tell me, tell me, Burger King, what do you have for breakfast? Croissants. Croissant. And I'm like... Mm. I'd rather I'd rather get punched in the mouth than eat a croissant. That is really? the... Yeah. Man, I love croissants. I, I, That's ridiculous. I like... I like them with like chocolate in the middle. I don't like it with what's See, supposed to be salty sausage in the middle. Let me retract my statement. Mal makes these things with chocolate in the middle croissants. Mm, I do like that's those. okay. That is because okay. it's more dessert ish. Yeah, it's it's light, more like muffin ish. Yeah, I don't want it for my 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 biscuit substitute. That's a good. That's good. Okay, I retract my statement. You're right. Um, uh, have you had Highlands uh, Grill in on the square here in Carrollton? I have. Me and Brittany went on like our second date there. Did you have you ever had their chicken salad sandwich? No, you told me about it though. I, I still need to try it. Oh, Kevin, Kevin Cook and I go there. Uh, if you're wondering who Kevin Cook is, yes, it's your former House of Representatives. Uh, for yeah, I think you should run for governor. <clears throat> Love Kevin. Anyway, great guy. Great guy. But uh, we eat two each, and they're huge. That's how good they are. Man, Braveheart. Burger. What it? I go to the Irish Melt. I don't know what they call it there. The burger is incredible. Anyway, but yeah, go, go check Nancy it out. Nancy Queen of uh, 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 Nancy Scott of Queens. That's the I think that's what it is. Yeah, that's, I'm trying to. Those aren't the right words, but it's something like that. Yeah, yeah, it's owned by. Well, Nancy it was owned by a Scottish Queen uh, of Scots, a, a Scottish my, my Scottish brethren, but he sold it. Yeah. Anyways, so whatever the name of the. Anywho, yeah, we're back, and I'm excited. And uh, I try like croissants. Yeah, for the yeah for the record, that vine, the croissant. You don't know the one that said you almost made me drop my croissant. <laughs> for the record, I've been asking them for weeks to record, and they just didn't want to. So for the record, that's partially true. Uh, been I haven't busy, been though. here. It's been busy. I haven't seen this recording room in months. Yeah, true story. Oh. But hey, I'm glad we're here. I've so, been by here. So let's just reflect. Let's do this. Maybe let's ask two questions. The one thing we all had in common that we haven't talked about is student camp. So maybe one one takeaway from student camp that's like, hey, this was really helpful or really good. And the second thing is this: what's the Lord been teaching you in the last X amount of time? So don't be like, well, since I was six years old, the Lord has really been teaching. But like in the last in the last month or two, 
Mm-hmm. Since we've recorded, like, what's the Lord teaching you guys? I'm going to let you guys kick it off because I need to think. Oh. So, man, camp was great. Um, just It's always just such a good week and just shows that, like, when we when we are met with our biggest need, and that is just spending time in the Word and spending time in worship and spending time with one another, like, great things happen. And so, and so that's just a testimony of what camp is every year. But, uh, man, one of my my greatest joys was I got to see my sister get saved, um, mm-hmm. and so that was a huge blessing. Um, and so, like, this is kind of a burden, but then also a joy, kind of in the same. So when she when she was broken that night in service, um, and she needed to talk to a counselor, like she she didn't come to me mm-hmm. and want me to talk to her. And so, like, it's. And so, like, I, it kind of took me back a little bit, but, like, my thing was, is I, it was, a uh, man, I need to do a better job of investing in my sister's lives. I feel like mm-hmm. I haven't I haven't paid the real, the relational rent there that they deserve. Um, and so sometimes I feel like she kind of gets called in with the rest of the students and, and the student ministry when, when she should be getting uh, more of my attention because she's my sister. And so that was convicting on my own heart. Uh, but it's also a blessing because I saw uh, she went to one of our leaders, Stephanie, mm-hmm. who she loves and adores and respects. And so it was super cool for for her to have that relationship with with her for over these years mm-hmm. and to see the the um, just the investment that Stephanie's made in her life and and has helped you know get her yeah. to this point. And so that was kind of like a convicting thing on my own heart. Uh, and so then it was also really cool. So we're doing a reading plan with the guys right now, and. Uh, and we got. To, I told her this uh, the other night, or the night she got saved. I said, "Now you're my true sister, and you're my true sister because you're my sister in Christ now." But then I was reading uh, in Mark the other day, and it's it's that passage where Jesus tells the people sitting around him. He said, "Who are my my mother and my brothers and my sisters?" He said, "All those who do, do the will of God are my are my mm-hmm. my mother and my brothers and my sisters." You know, and so just talk, just thinking a lot about that lately, just about how. Man, true family is the ones who are in Christ, and so mm-hmm. you know. Luckily, uh, now my entire family is in Christ, and so they are my my true family now. But then also just the, just the like true fellowship that we get to enjoy at camp with other brothers and sisters in Christ. Man, there's nothing like it, mm-hmm. and we get that all through the month of June. That's a takeaway from the whole month of June is is in Honduras with our, our Honduran brothers and sisters, uh, with our Rural Road brothers and sisters to serve alongside at VBS and basketball camp to be able to serve alongside the church, um, and then and then student camp. So just like a month full of service. It's exhausting, it's tiring, but man, what a joy it is to have a, a church home and a church family and, and a family in Christ to get to serve alongside. It's, it was It's a great joy to be able to do that all month. Yeah, um, <clears throat> for me, it, you know, I don't get to hang out with with the young folks um, as, as much as I'd like, but it's it's so refreshing um, to to see them want to and desire to be with each other and go on these trips, and um, <clears throat> it's just a good reminder that uh, for us as, as adults, like not to lose that wonder that we have as adults, you know, because. Um, as a kid, I can remember having that energy, that fire for wanting to be around other Christians. I just decided to go another route. and uh, But it's encouraging for me to see young people who want to uh, follow the Lord. And uh, even as an adult, I mean, we're all in it together is where I, what I take away from it. And um, God uses um, little things here and there 
You can't have nothing. You can't have nothing. He, but uh, he uses little things here and there to influence your walk for the good. Mm-hmm. Um, even if it can be a high schooler or a middle schooler, and um, it, it keeps me young too to be around them and energizes me. And uh, it, it was a lot of fun. But the the big takeaway for me is just to see and encourage the next generation. It, it's it's not you know the the media wants you to think that. We're all doomed, mm-hmm. um, and even and look, even Christians do. Even cr- older Christians, they that do, kind of stuff. they do. Um, but again, you know why? It's because they forget where they were, and they forget that mm-hmm. that, that wonder Absolutely. and that joy. And the, there's a reason why Jesus talks about the faith of a child. And um, that's a great point. And a lot of them are so like so energetic, you know. Um, so yeah, it was just it was good for me to be influenced in a, in in a way that. Uh, uh, kind of recharges my batteries even though physically you're exhausted yeah. spiritually yeah. it's it's good because it keeps you in, in tune with the word mm-hmm. i wrote a note to a student um that i know he's he grew up in our sports league today his mom asked me to for his birthday just a note of encouragement and one of my things uh my words of encouragement to him was don't let your age hold you back mm-hmm. um, i feel like our culture a lot of times puts oh, a yeah. puts a they put a cap on what students are capable of. Absolutely. Uh, they yep. they ex- they have expectations for students. They're lazy. They're they're they you can't trust them. They're um, not as good as we were back in the day. Yeah. And so like, yeah, a lot of times I feel like there there's a cap put on them. And so I feel like a lot of times students live up to the expectations that the culture gives them. Um, but like I'm I, I really and I truly believe this when I say this is I believe that students specifically teenagers can be one of the most used groups of people by the Lord of any group of people. Mm-hmm. Um, man, the season of life they are, the energy that they have, the mm-hmm. platforms that they're given, the um, people they're around. Like, I truly believe, and I've seen this, that students, when they truly follow the Lord and submit to the Lord, they can be used mm-hmm. in greater ways than, than most ages of people yeah. just because of the season of life that they're in. And mm-hmm. so, um, man, I, I want students to see that. Um, and I don't want I don't want my own attitude and, and anything to ever make them feel like, hey, you're you're capped at this, man. The Lord used some really really cool yep. teenagers in the Bible to do great mm-hmm. things. Um, he told Timothy not to. That's right. Paul told Timothy, don't let them despise you for your youth. And he he called a teenage David to lead a mm-hmm. the his people yep. his just nation. Just a little bitty guy. Yeah, that's right. And so it's just like, mm-hmm. man, I want I want teenagers to see. Just how greatly they can totally. be used for the Lord, and how you're not capped yep. because of your age. And I think camp's a good mm-hmm. reminder of that for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and just to see life transformation, yep. and see like, just be serious about it, and the Lord can use you. Yeah. Two other things. Two other examples. I gotta sneeze. Uh, one is all the disciples. That the his, history shows that they were like under thirty, and and like there's even more clarity that they may have been under twenty. Think about that. The disciples of Jesus, yeah. who Jesus entrusted to go to, literally to the nations. You read the book of Acts. Like Paul, I think, was a little bit older. But like those other guys, man, they were young guys who were who God himself had entrusted to share the greatest message. I mean, what in the world? But then we know people that have been influenced and now come to church because their student like encouraged them to. Mm-hmm. Um, so. yeah, why, why don't... Uh, it, I'm guilty of it to sit back and say, you know, oh, they don't, know, they don't even know what they're getting themselves into, and no. you know, they they don't have the wisdom that I have as far as life, and that's such a, a cop out because yes, they, you're right, they don't, they don't, and I said this last night, uh, they don't know what they don't know mm-hmm. because they haven't been there yet. That's right. But it's up to us to take them on a path, a guided path of hey, look, you need to find your own. Um, 
path, uh, biblical path in life. But let me help you stay away from things. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, that are going to hurt. And part of this is uh, this 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 exact conversation is why we do the rock the way we do. Mm-hmm. It's because we truly believe that that students who are Christians are not just like the upcoming generation of the church, but they are the church. That's right. Mm-hmm. We have an obligation equal to exactly every right. other member yep. of the church. We have an obligation because of our positions in the church to mature them in Christ and just as, as other Christians trying to like aid. But that's why we that's why we just don't like play games. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. and, and when I say play games, I just mean like we take stuff seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, like my reflection on camp, you know, was it's the it was the hardest camp we've had yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the most rewarding. That's right. Um, it was the hardest because there was a bunch of junk that went on that I had to handle and, and us leaders had to handle. That was the hardest part There's of it. There's 95 kids on campus, which is yep. an added challenge. Of all different kind of makeups. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so, but hey, look, praise the Lord. Nobody was physically hurt. No, I mean, like, but there was still junk. And I haven't had to handle junk in years in student ministry like, like we did. Um, but it was the most rewarding not because we come back and we can say nine people got saved, but because when I think of those who made a profession of faith at camp, I feel assured and I feel um, confident in in what the Lord was and is doing in their lives. Yeah. That makes anything I got, anything we have to put up with, uh, totally worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really good. So I read a book in high school. My student pastor actually gave it to me, and I read it, and uh, and then I spoke at FCA. Um, my freshman year of college back at my high school and I use this analogy there uh, it's about an elephant how you train an elephant to stay stay in a spot so they start by they tie a chain around the elephant's uh, leg and he pulls and pulls and pulls and I mean it like starts pulling the flesh off the elephant's leg but it breaks him finally to where he's not going to pull anymore because he knows it's going to hurt him mm-hmm. well then they don't have to use a chain anymore because the chain ultimately it hurts them so they don't want to continue hurting the elephant but that elephant is so broken that they tie a piece of twine around the stake and put the twine around his his leg, mm-hmm. and that elephant will not pull against that twine and break loose, even though he knows he can. And so the people that wrote the book, it's actually two brothers. Um, they're young guys. I think they actually wrote it when they were either teenagers or slightly out of their teenage years, reflecting back over their teenage years. And the, and the book is called Do Hard Things. Uh, I'll encourage you guys to read it. It's a, it's a great book. But the, the analogy is saying, look, like you are held back by the expectations that are placed on you. You break loose of those expectations. You do things that people would never expect teenagers yeah. to do. And many of our teenagers do that, and that's so encouraging. Uh, man, there is a there is a group of teenagers in our student ministry who, man, I am extremely encouraged by, who are truly like pursuing the Lord and love the Lord and love others and and want to serve Him. Because the truth is, man, there's so many events around this the life of this church that if teenagers did not serve and, and work at, then like it wouldn't be possible. Totally. Is the truth. And that's not a dig on that's not a dig on anyone else. It's just meaning that students truly buy in, and man, yep. they want to serve and, and be a part of things. And so, mm-hmm. uh, man, and, and on the flip flip side, they're squelchered easily. They're squandered easily. Their yeah. their flame is put out easily too. Yeah, that's right. So just as fast as they can be ignited and for a cause and a hundred percent all in, like if they feel discouragement, like they'll I mean like often they'll they'll be shell shocked and they'll kind of retreat. Um, so if you're not a student listening, then you know you have a responsibility to encourage them to That's right. to, to 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 continue to be different. Especially now that social media is so hard, it's so hard, right? We've mm-hmm. talked about that many times, but they want to fit in somewhere, and they will. Mm-hmm. They will oh, fit they in will. somewhere. It's just a matter of do you want to encourage them to go the right direction, mm-hmm. or they you know let them conform, um, <clears throat> like you know some of us have. But uh, yeah, young people. Um, 
and I, again, I, this is fresh top of mind. Um, I was my, my wife and I were talking with the the, the rock last night, and uh, Garrett put us on the spot at the end and uh, said, uh, "Hey, what's one thing you know you want to tell the tell the group?" And I told him to have biblical integrity, mm-hmm. um, which it's not easy to do. I mean, they'll look around one day and nobody's going to be around them yep. because they're doing the right thing. But as long as they're doing what God's calling them to do. That, that's all that's right yep. it's lonely to do the right thing sometimes but it's it all works out in the end mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. so anyway what's the Lord been teaching you give us give us one thing the Lord's been teaching you yeah mm-hmm. I'll start okay no, perfect it'll give you yeah, yeah please do uh, grace mm. just grace there's so many times like and it may not even be vocal because I really I, I I try not to be a gossip. I try to like hold my tongue. I try to you know all those things. No, that doesn't mean it's not happening in my heart and my mind. Uh, but it's just to show grace. Um, we are filled. This world is filled with ungraceful people, people who are unkind, um, people who have have experienced the grace of God and haven't, to their knowledge. Mm-hmm. experience the grace of God and yet we, we often choose the route of you know a self-focus selfishness self-reliance uh, quick to quick to put somebody in their place quick to just all of those things um, and, and it's just a reminder just to show grace the, the amount of grace that God has shown us is ridiculous Mm-hmm. Ridiculous, and we wouldn't, and we don't, we don't, no. we don't extend that. We don't, we don't recognize. We it don't. Either. But the Lord tells us, man, the grace or, or, or the amount of of, of 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 grace that we show to other people, He will show to us. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I just want to, I just want to be known. I don't want to be known for being able to be run over. Um, but I do want to be known for being a graceful person. I want to be able to be known for somebody who, you know, what he took the time or. He gave me opportunities, and and no, look, I misused them, but but the one thing that he did was he gave me chances. Um, yeah, grace. I just I just want to be a person of grace. Yeah, and he's given me opportunities to work that out. Oh yeah, he's going to. You asked for it. He's going to give it to you. Uh, sometimes you're not going to like it. Yeah, uh, for me, it's. Um, I see these kids, and there's days where you know I just get up, driving the bus to Negative Town. Um, just oh it's so bad and even though I just got back from Honduras and even though um, like but then I remind myself you know there's a reason hell is so bad whoa okay and it's because the void of God there is zero God in hell there, there's just nothing I mean you're gonna you know if the, the lost people that go there it's not good because they're alone and it's void of God where when I wake up here and I'm negative uh, oh I got a hard day today or oh I'm tired I still look outside and I can see green I can see birds flying all but and that's God's goodness mm-hmm. so as, as bad as this world can be there is evidence of God's love and grace mm-hmm. everywhere around us and it's going to Honduras has taught me that being around these kids has taught me that because it's brought me a lot of joy too where I'm like man I I'm not going to hell. I'm saved. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to worry about that. Well, if I don't have to worry about that, what do I have mm-hmm. to worry about, period? So on my worst day, 
Uh, I could lose, like Job, I could lose everything. All my children, I could lose my wife, I could lose my house. Mm-hmm. I could live on a car, in a cardboard box on the side of the road, but God's goodness is still there. And I need to remember that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need to remember that I'm not hell-bound. I'm, I'm uh, heaven-bound, and mm-hmm. I need to tell others, hey, on your worst day, I know it's hard to believe, but mm-hmm. we have God all around us. So mm-hmm. that's kind of what I got going on the last few weeks. Man, he's been teaching me a few things. Um, I think one, just in a short statement, is he's been te- teaching me patience. Um, that's a that's a big one, and like mm-hmm. he's been teaching me that for some time now. But I think this month has been uh, has been even more just the patience and just the man just trust God and and rest in his in his plan. Um, that's been one thing he's been teaching me. Um, the other other one he's kind of convicted me about is just being intentional with people. Um, I feel like I'm a pretty thoughtful guy. Like when it comes to people, I, I love people. I think so. Um, and so, like, I don't think that, it's not really that. It's turning those thoughtful that thoughtfulness into good intentional things to, mm-hmm. that ultimately lead to discipleship. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's my thing. Is is I, I feel like I love people well, and um, man, I, like I get over things well and stuff like that. But it's just like taking that and and really like trying to be intentional in people's lives. Um, I was convicted at camp. There's some of those high school guys who I've been with for for years and years, and like I've walked through all seasons of life with them. But like I feel like I I still just didn't, um, I didn't fulfill my my goal and, or my my mission and and being as intentional as I could with them. Mm-hmm. And so I think that was a, a learning a learning process for me is um, don't let the don't let the fastness of life get in the way of doing uh, mm-hmm. intentional good and, and discipling people mm-hmm. um, along the way. So. Um, it was just it was really interesting it was really cool to see like how many not cool let me let me try to phrase this right it was a joy to see students share their burdens with one another and to real and like for them to realize that so many of them like share the same burdens Mm -hmm. um but then it was also kind of like take taken back from me to show like man like so many people have so many problems that we don't know about um and so like just it goes back to that intentionality like man if if we would just be intentional with people we would we would yeah. know those things and could could help those things and couldn't agree more uh see those things in different ways so that was mm-hmm. just kind of my yeah. my uh what the lord was teaching me mm-hmm. especially the week at camp mm-hmm. so that's good yeah mm. Well, hey, we love you guys. We hope that you enjoy popping in on our conversations. We caught up with each other. Literally, this is the first time we've caught up with each other, too. So, hey, catch us next week for uh, a new episode of Pursuing the Rock. See you guys next week. Yeah. Good to be back. Yeah, y'all spread the word, man. we got to grow this thing. This word and the word. The word Ooh. and this word. Capital but not W that word. and lowercase w. Spread all the words. Spread, just Both spread with words. Good words. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I've had enough. I'm out Peace. Here. See you. See ya.